In this episode, we are taking on the endowment. I have no idea what you're talking about. I right now. know. But we also have a Foom Pod, which is actually not the endowment because, well, I don't know. I have a different one. Oh, so the Foom Pod has nothing to do with some endowment thing. No. No. Okay. And this, this veil? Is there a veil involved in what we're doing today? We might get to the veil, but I don't know. There's a lot. There's <laughs> a lot the in here. Yeah. So uh, if temple shit is triggery for you, here's your heads up. Oh, yeah. We were dinged maybe a little on that last time. <laughs> so mm-hmm. warning, trigger warning, warning trigger mm-hmm. warning. Weird culty shit in this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Latter-day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex-Mormon gay girl just trying to figure out her life. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm yep. Mary. I'm Shelly. I did it right this time. <laughs> you did. Good job. Good job. Thank you. So I have been listening to the last couple of episodes that we did kind of taking us through the whole temple thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listening <laughs> again reaffirms to me how wacky culty this shit is. Yeah, but at the time, super normal, right? Um, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't have within me the ability to see that it was wrong, or that it was creepy, or that or just it was weird. culty or weird, because I was so conditioned to think that this is exactly what God wants. This is like a godlike thing that we're doing. God's weird. God's weird. <laughs> if if God really is like you must do these things, I'm sorry, God. I, I can't don't, do I don't want to hang with you. No. It's just you're weird, dude. That's really weird and you're weird and goofy and yeah. I don't want to do it. Especially the uh, non-consensual touching under the poncho with open sides from last episode. Yeah, but I guess it's not that way anymore, right? It's not. And and that's something we should probably announce. The endowment stuff that I'm going through today is all pre-1990s. Okay. Which, by the way, isn't that long ago. No. Um, but people who have gone through the temple since then, it has changed a little here and then. So if you're like, wait a second, that's not right. Well, that's actually right. That's how it was. This is where it stemmed from. God changed his mind. God decided, well, I don't know, maybe those people are a little bit uncomfortable wearing a poncho <laughs> with the sides open and having so strangers I'm touch water them. water down the whole ceremony yeah. for you yeah, wimps yeah. out yeah. there. <laughs> Which reminds me, do you remember last week I was trying to remember the part about um, the washing and anointing when you're supposed to put your garments on and I couldn't remember, like right. I blocked it out. How did that happen? And someone wrote in and was like, yeah, that was the weirdest part for me was having this temple worker help me put on my garments on my naked body. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, maybe that's really how it went down. I, I literally can't remember, but you know, I think you blocked it. I probably did. So anyone else um, have something to say about that? that yeah. Would be great. So evidently they're not open at the sides anymore, right? Yes, I believe. And I guess you're not naked under there anymore. See, I was post-1990, like when the, all, the, all the huge changes happened, but I was still naked under the poncho with the, the side flaps. But I mean, they change stuff off and on here and there. It's, there's no— Yeah. Hmm. The wording changed a lot around 1990, but we're going to do the pre-1990 wording today because y'all are going to be like, What the— Damn! <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, can't wait to get into all that. Oh, I know. But you said there's a foam pod? Yeah. So sometimes, just full disclosure— I'll know the foom pot ahead of time, just so I can think of something remotely, I don't know, not clever, but just something to say. Something you at least know to, in your head. Just so I can come up with an answer. But I never look these things up. Mm-mm. Scouts honor. Mm-hmm. Creepy Boy Scouts mm-hmm. funded yes. by the Mormon Church. God, honor. Jesus, <laughs> save us all. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also, 
last episode, I referenced this chart that we're going to talk about at some point Mm -hmm. that shows four tiers of judgment, I guess. (laughs) The four (laughs) tiers of judgment. (laughs) Dum, dum, Uh dum. These are depicted as circles with a celestial kingdom at the top. Mm. Underneath that is the terrestrial, I think, am I saying that correctly? Yeah, terrestrial terrestrial. kingdom. Mm -hmm. Underneath that is the telestial kingdom. Mm -hmm. Underneath that is outer darkness. Right. And we had a little confusion. We're like, wait a second. Well, because you read a passage from the Doctrine and Covenants that Mm -hmm. showed the telestial kingdom and outer darknesses, or talked about them being one thing. Blew my mind. It was like, did I not listen to anything in my four years (laughs) of Mormonism? Well, so I was confused. So I texted our good friend, Bryce Blankenagle, of the Naked Mormonism podcast. Yes. By the way, congrats, Bryce. Bryce is no longer on the market. He is <laughs> off the market officially as of this past weekend, yeah. having married his true love, Annie. Oh, well, congrats to Bryce and Annie. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Annie's, uh, this chart was supplied by a listener named Annie. Different mm-hmm. person, I think, because mm-hmm. Annie's a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Annie is a um, lesbian. Annie, you might want to tell Bryce that you're a lesbian. (laughs) Oh, different Annie. Different Annie. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) So, yeah. So, Annie supplied the chart that showed those four different levels, I guess. Yet, the Doctrine and Covenants that you read from showed the telestial and outer darkness as one thing. So, wanted to clear it up. Bryce said, I'm going to just read his response. He says, oh, dear. (laughs) Pretty sure that's the inflection. Mm Mm-hmm. You've tapped into a vicious debate among Mormon scholars. Oh, God. Ooh, and it's fun. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Mormon scholars. Uh-huh. Is that an oxymormon? Yeah. <laughs> Get it? I think it, that's funny. It's kind of like, you know, if you're a Harry Potter scholar. It's like you're scholarly about made-up shit. <laughs> that's okay. hilarious. Mm-hmm. According to Doctrine and Covenants 76, it's very precise if you want to look it up. Mm-hmm. Yes, the telestial kingdom is hell. Outer darkness wasn't actually named in Joe's revelations, that's Joseph Smith for Mm -hmm. you all playing along Mm -hmm. at home, until a year after he described the three kingdoms and his description of outer darkness are consistent with biblical teachings of hell, which are also consistent with his description of the telestial kingdom. So at that time, the telestial kingdom and outer darkness was the same thing. Outer darkness was a later evolution to make the telestial kingdom sound not so bad. I won't bore you with the apologetics of how this bullshit is harmonized, (laughs) says Bryce. Thanks, Bryce. Basically, in 1832, Joe was a universalist. In 1833, Joe needed a hell to exist because of the way the Missourians, Missourians, Missourians? No, no, no. Treated the Mormons. So Mm. he needed a special hell. I guess he needed Telestial Kingdom to be on its own for some reason. Here's the super fun and cool thing about making shit up. (laughs) You can add to, you can take away, you can switch, you can change, because it's all in your head. Shelly, God said. (laughs) Did God say? Did (laughs) God said? According to uh, Mormons. (laughs) Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to figure this shit out, you guys. This Mormon God changes his mind Mm -hmm. constantly. We'll Mm -hmm. actually talk a little bit about that in today's episode. So this is what I'm curious about. Hmm. In addition to the thing that Bryce cleared up. Thank you, Bryce. How do regular Mormons, what is their understanding of this stuff? Do they really not have an understanding of all the crazy doctrine that gets changed over the years? I think that your average Mormon— 
either knows nothing about it or knows and doesn't address it in their head. In their mind, it's like, you know, I'm not supposed to understand all things. God's way is not man's way, I man's got, way, whatever it is. It's, you. you know, it's like, it's kind of like Catholics mm-hmm. and the secrets. What is it called, do you know, where like there's things they're just not supposed to know because it's godly? Right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, God works in mysterious ways, but mm-hmm. that's not actually from the Bible. Oh. I don't really know. You're right. God's ways are higher than man's ways. I think that's— Well, and that's one way of explaining any question away. Teaching. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. We'll know all things after the resurrection or, you know, blah, blah. Is that the morning of the first resurrection? Oh, I'm going to be there. <laughs> Listen uh-huh. up, bitches. I'm going to be there okay. in the morning of the first resurrection. Can like, I bring first in um, line. mimosas to yes. that? Okay. I think Jesus um, provides those. <laughs> For sure. For sure. He, takes <laughs> he told your, me. He takes your orange juice and then, boom, turns it into mimosas. He's sure. amazing. Mm-hmm. That Jesus. <laughs> okay. Should we get on to a foom pod? We shall. This foom pod was sent in by a listener whose name I have now forgotten, and I'm sorry, but you know who you are. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Sorry. It's in here somewhere. You know what? If you want credit for a Foom Pod, guess who you need to send it to? Me. Oh, yeah. Tag but Mary. Don't send the explanation for what it is. <laughs> you can say what it is because I won't know. It might have come in our email. I don't know. That's Either not helpful. Way, this person, like, send in again and be like, hey, I'm the one who came up with this. Give me mm-hmm. cred and we will give you cred next week. Okay. Actually, send that to Mary. Mary, give me cred. Yeah, I will credit you. Okay. All right. So what's the Foom Pod? Well, I don't know, Mary. Cue music. That was dramatic. No, you liked it. <laughs> it's the fucked up Mormon phrase of the day. All right, what is the Foom Pod Shelly? Today's fucked up Mormon phrase of the day is a marvelous work and a wonder. A marvelous work and a wonder. Mm-hmm. I just think it's like all the teachings of Joseph Smith are just a marvelous work and a wonder. They're sanctioned by God and some stuff. Um, look at all these amazing revelations that Brother Joe has I'm gonna revealed go ahead and give that to, to you. us. Really? I'm, I'm I get give that? that to you. Yeah. <laughs> Was that a well, yeah? <laughs> With your arms yeah. raised to the <laughs> I did, square? I did. <laughs> That's Eddie cheering for you. Eddie's like, great job, Mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's my biggest supporter. Okay, Eddie, that's enough. She got it. <laughs> They're done cheering. Okay. So here's the thing with this foom pod. It was very hard to find like an exact Wikipedia thing. Because if you look it up at Wikipedia, it's a book by Legrand Richards, who's like a thousand years old. Legrand? Yeah. That's such a Mormon name. Is it? Yeah. Because it's like West Utah, <laughs> Wyoming, whatever very name. fancy. Legrand. Mm-hmm. I don't really know anything about that book. Looks mm-hmm. boring as hell and it's old. <laughs> um, you know, let me click. Click on it. Yeah. It just looks really boring. I remember seeing it in my dad's house growing up. What does that say? Yeah. Stimulating reading. Oh, God. So stimulating. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so what I've decided to do to really explain this is I found this lesson, this Mormon lesson online, um, to be taught to the 15 and 16-year-old boys. So I'm going to run you through it really quickly, teach it to you, and make you answer questions. Okay. Is one of the answers fart? I guess that's really more like a 10-year-old boy that's, response. No, that's like the 12, 13. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this lesson is actually called A Marvelous Work and a Wonder. Ooh. Now, keep in mind that at this point, these uh, 15, 16-year-old boys, they're really being groomed to serve missions, even though they won't until they're 18 or 19. Have they had the little factory talk yet? Absolutely. Oh, okay. So they've learned that they are going to hell for touching themselves, and now they are being really trained to get in this mission mindset You know, a few years before the mission Mm -hmm. to make sure that they go. Okay. So, lesson is a marvelous work and a wonder. 
Here's the introduction. Throughout history, Heavenly Father has ended periods of apostasy by calling prophets who received divine authority to restore the fullness of the gospel and establish the church of Jesus Christ. Okay, already as a 15-year-old boy, I'm tuned out. Did you fall asleep? I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So in a nutshell, people, bad. Jesus, good. (laughs) Jesus calls prophets. Prophets start new church. Wow. Send money. You got all that from that passage? (laughs) Well, I've just known this for so long. Okay. (laughs) Joseph Smith was this prophet in our dispensation. You know how much I hate the word dispensation? Raise your hand, listeners, if you hate the word dispensation. Yeah, I don't even really get what that even— It's such a Mormon word. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Understanding how God leads his people and establishes his church through prophets will help students develop a deeper appreciation of the need for a restoration and a greater ability to teach others about the restoration. That's where the mission training yeah. comes in. Okay. So here so here is the focus. God took his real church off the earth. It was time for a restoration. Joseph Smith was responsible for the restoration. He's a prophet. God told him that he was going to restore the full truth of sure. Christianity, Mormonism, yeah. whatever. And now you need to share this with the world. That's basically what's said. What, what do you mean saying. he took his church off the earth? So, and again, this is all crazy crap. After the original 12 apostles died or were murdered or whatever, there was no priesthood on the earth, except for maybe one of the three Nephites. I don't fucking know. No priesthood on the earth. No church. It was, it was the dark ages. I see. And it wasn't until little 14-year-old boy Joseph Smith prayed to God, and God was like, let me send you Moroni, the angel. That's how old he was? He, he didn't. was a kid. He found the place when he was 14? No. The angel was like, you're not worthy yet. You need to wait. Oh, I don't you know have exactly to become a is. con artist first. Yeah, you got to learn. You got to learn your trade, and a magician. Girl. Yeah, learn your trade. <laughs> you got to practice up your lies. Okay, <laughs> that does take a few years to it perfect. Does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't think we can make up an entirely new religion and get extra wives and shit in just one day at age fourteen. That does take a while. Yeah, yeah. He had to really hone, hone his, <laughs> his lying craft. He was creative. You got to give it to him. him. Mm-hmm. Creative, also deviant, and, and a shyster. In a shyster, <laughs> very creative. Mm-hmm. Hand it to him. Okay, next in this lesson, I'm supposed to invite people to read shit out of the. I don't care. Book of Mormon and the Bible. Blah blah blah. Okay. You may want to suggest that students write apostasy, including the great apostasy in the margin of their scriptures. Is this like in the beginning of The Simpsons when Bart has to like write on the chalkboard? Likely. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Yeah, an, yeah. I am an apostate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, now we're getting we're getting down to the brass tacks. Okay, bring it. Display them. the following statement. So now on a board, I should be uh, writing this down, and you you were supposed to be reading it, but I'm going to go ahead and read it. After the death of Jesus Christ, wicked people persecuted the apostles and church members and killed many of them. With the death of the apostles, priesthood keys and the presiding priesthood authority were taken from the earth. Remember, I just told you that. Priesthood keys. That's yeah. just a made-up expression. No one's actually been able to explain that to me in a way that makes sense. <laughs> Are they literal Ever. keys? No, it's like permissions. I just hate the way that they say, you know, got to pass the priesthood keys. Mm-hmm. I just hate it. I hate all of it. There are so many creepy Mormon expressions. Oh, yeah. Just, you say them. It doesn't matter who says them. Uh-huh. You saying them right now. You're not wearing a suit and you're not an authority. I'm actually wearing a very thin tank top with no bra. Yeah, and I appreciate that. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. But even you saying this stuff is just creepy feeling. Oh, yeah. It just sounds, ugh. I don't even know. I don't even know how to describe this. I don't know how you ex-Mormons 
survived as long as you did in this creepy church. Yeah. And that's why we're all in therapy and we're all trying to heal and recover. So yay us. Got this, friends. We got this. I'm rooting for you. Thanks, baby. Oh, okay. I think we left off at priesthood keys. Yeah, they were taken from the earth. Jingle, jangle, lost my keys. I think they were in the sofa cushions. I think they were. If the apostles would have just fucking looked in the cushions, we wouldn't need the restoration. If they'd have prayed to have God God help them find their keys. Okay, (laughs) moving on. The apostles had kept the doctrines of the gospel pure and maintained the order and standard of worthiness for church members. I hate that word too. Worthiness? Oh, I hate it so much. Yeah, worthiness can kiss my ass. (laughs) Without the apostles, over time, the doctrines were corrupted and unauthorized changes were made in church organization and priesthood ordinances such as baptism and conferring the gift of the Holy Ghost. So now they're saying, well, after the apostles died, all the other religions just fucked it all up. They screwed it all up because they oh, didn't have the sure. keys. Yeah, yeah, they lost the keys. They lost the keys. <laughs> you know what they needed? They needed a little clap on that would make the keys go beam, beam, beam. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. There's a clapper for keys? Uh-huh. I didn't realize that. Not to be confused with the clap. Mm-hmm. It's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, way different, Grandma. <laughs> Listen, back in my day, they were back not in called. My day. Back when I was getting STDs, <laughs> so they were called STDs, and now they're called STIs. Did you know I'm, that? Yeah, I did hear that recently. I wonder what year that changed. Was it the same year that they changed the words in the endowment? <laughs> <laughs> Probably early 1990s, or they, you know, came up with the Telestial Kingdom as its own tier. Well, okay. It's hard to keep up with all the changes. It really is. Shall we move on with the lesson? Let's move on. Okay, this is the uh, second paragraph. Without revelation and priesthood authority, so apparently like God just quit fucking talking to anybody altogether. Yeah, God turned his back. Yeah, he's like, you lost the keys, fuck off. (laughs) Without revelation and priesthood authority, people relied on human wisdom to interpret the scriptures and the principles and ordinances of the gospel of Jesus Christ. False ideas were taught as truth. Mm. Much of the knowledge of the true character and nature of God the Father, His Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost was lost. Oh, my goodness. The doctrines of faith in Jesus Christ, repentance, baptism, and the gift of the Holy Ghost became distorted or forgotten. Hmm. The priesthood authority given to Christ's apostles was no longer present on the earth. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so here they're setting up this thing, right, where all of God— is gone off the earth, right? There's nothing there. It's horrible. God People turned his are, back. Yeah, God turned his back. People are making shit up, blah, blah, blah. Everything is like darkness and confused. And then what do we need? Joseph Smith. Joseph Smith. Mm-hmm. And how blessed we are to be born in such a day where we have the truth. This shit starts from stuff right here talking about how it was all lost. Mm-hmm. Lost means needs to be found. Oh, Mormons, you know? Thank God Mormons came along. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and um, ask you a question. Oh, is there a quiz? Well, yeah. Why, Mary, not that you would be in this class because you do not have the priesthood. No, for sure not. Why is it essential to understand that the great apostasy actually occurred? Uh, I think we need to know how sinful we could potentially be so we can learn from that time and uh, make better choices. What did I just say? Well, I don't know. There's what? a need fart. for— No, I didn't say fart. <laughs> There's a need for— Witnessing? Oh, my God, the restoration <laughs> of the gospel! Oh, sorry, I'm not a very good student. Uh-huh. Anyway, to shorten this hella boring lesson, mm-hmm. this marvelous work and a wonder refers to the restoration of the gospel. Oh, so it is basically Joseph Smith's teachings and writings. Yes. Okay. Yes. 
according to Joseph Smith and um, and his followers. Yeah. So in order to have this marvelous work in a wonder, you have to make up a bunch of shit from beforehand, which was oh, like sure. the priesthood keys were taken off the face of the earth. Like you have to have a problem to have a solution. Well, yeah. Joseph had to set himself up as this big redeemer or whatever. So yes. people would follow him. Gosh, people must have been desperate. Oh, for sure. Well, because it's a fear tactic. It's like, mm-hmm. this world is horrible. It's in darkness. No one knows what God wants. God has been silent because blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. We're restoring God and prophecy and the priesthood keys. Like, it has to be some kind of a saving thing. Like, I'm saving the world from themselves and from wickedness. And It's a little arrogant. You think? It's like putting himself on par with Jesus. Yeah. It's creepy. Once again, Praise creepy. to the man. Yeah, right. Praise to the man who communed with Jehovah. I couldn't help it. Wow, you got a little, uh, your voice cracked a little <laughs> I got a little emotional. Got a little Peter Brady there. <laughs> <laughs> Again, to our young listeners, Brady Peter Bunch, Brain, yeah. go look it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Millennial listeners, you know how you're on like those Zoom meeting calls and there's like rows of people's heads? That's like the Brady Bunch. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Only they're all looking at each other down in their boxes. That's true. That's true. (laughs) Okay, one last thing. So after this lesson, I'm supposed to ask the class, meaning you, what thoughts and feelings does the statement, we stand on the summit of the ages, stir within you? Oh, my God. um, I'm cooking up a fart. Right now. Okay. I like it. I like it. Okay, next. If it's not too personal, share an experience from your life that strengthened your testimony of the restored gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm starting to think it's all fake. <laughs> so far, you're flunking. Okay. Last question. What can we do to show our gratitude for the restoration of the gospel? Um, show off my underboob as much as possible. I like that. You or like it? start an anti-Mormon podcast until people <laughs> get the fuck out. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do both. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a marvelous work and a wonder. I can't believe questions like that were seriously posed to 16, 15, 16-year-old boys for an actual response. Oh, yeah. What, what and there'd you? always be that kid that would come up with the response. They're like, oh, he's so, he's so Nerd spiritual. alert. Well, yeah. What are they supposed to say? What are the correct answers? We would always joke around um, that like, oh, the, the correct answer is going to be like, pray, read your scriptures, fast. You know, it would always be like your same standard. What a nerdy answers. lesson. Is this like Sunday school or some kind of thing? Or but Yeah, this is where it's just that age group of Young boys. men's or yeah. something? Yeah, yes. Correct. So dumb. Seriously. It is. Is this take place on Sunday? Yeah. This is part of your three-hour deal? It's your Sabbath. So that that changed, too. It's not three hours anymore. How long is it now? Two hours? Two. What did they drop? I don't even remember now. Well, now they're not doing shit. They're making you do it at home, which is awesome. I think that when they start wanting people to go back into the buildings, Mm -hmm. the people who've been at home not doing shit are like, yeah, I think I'm good. I'm good. good. I'm, I'm good not ever going back. At least I hope that's the case. As long as they get your money, they probably don't care. I'm thinking people who aren't going anymore are not going to be giving their money. I don't know. Well, that would be an I interesting hope that, thing I to hope find that is out. the case. Who knows? Just a note, by the way, uh, we dog the Mormon religion a lot. We pick it apart. We bitch about it. We are against it. We are clearly against it on this podcast. However, if you attend some sort of church that you feel builds you up, lifts everyone up equally, every person. And doesn't demand your money or else. Correct. Doesn't make you feel a lot of guilt and shame. Doesn't put people above other people. Right. Um, makes Is you not feel sexist, racist, correct. or homophobic. Correct. 
if it brings you joy and it brings you a sense of community and you get a lot out of it, go for it. We are not against organizations like that. Uh, it's the ones that oppress, guilt you, Mm-mm. shame you, nope. judge you. These are the ones that we're not fans of. Right. Correct. We say run away from institutions and organizations like mm-hmm. that. Just get the hell out. As far as what you want to believe, God, Jesus, the Trinity, a multiple gods, whatever, I don't, I honestly don't care. And I know we kind of poke and stuff, but I believe it's because the God and the Jesus teachings that I grew up were just so harmful. Mm-hmm. But I really don't have a problem with people who believe in some kind of deity. Mm-hmm. It's just these damn organized religions that fuck things up. I yeah. do have a problem with it. For sure. With the bad ones, which in my opinion are a lot of them. Agreed. We are in agreement, Shelley. Oh, I want to go make out. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes. And then we'll start a podcast that talks all about it. Perfect. Oh, too late. Did it already. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Is that all the Foom Pod stuff? Wrap that up. Wrapped it up? Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, then this may be a good time for a break. Let's take one. Let's take one. And and then we can go make out. We can. And we'll talk about some temple shit when we get back. I love it. We're back. Mm Mm-hmm. What you got there, Shelly? So at this point, our shady friend, our shady dead friend, Adolf Hitler, has been <laughs> baptized. We're still talking about Hitler? He has not completed the entire temple thing. What about Jeffrey Dahmer? Did anyone pray for his I'm sure whatever? he's been saved. <laughs> saved, in quotes. <laughs> if he chooses to accept it. Yeah. Um, that text comes in. Uh-huh. See, how do they find out that someone's done these whatever ceremony. You don't, because it's fake, but there are so (laughs) many faith-promoting stories that circulate through the wards Mm -hmm. where people are like, when I did the ordinance for so-and-so, I just knew in my heart that they had accepted it right then. Like, you don't fucking know jack shit. Yeah. You don't know anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And someone else had commented about how the Mormon church during the 1940s, I guess, was largely in cahoots with the Nazi party. Mm-hmm. We should get into that at some point. Bryce? That is craziness. I bet you Bryce knows some shit. Oh, for sure Bryce does. Bryce, come home from your damn honeymoon <laughs> and give us some info. Maybe we should have him on. Bryce. Oh, yeah. You want to come on our show? Bow your head and say yes. <laughs> That's Jesus. a temple ceremony thing. Yeah, I'm sure it Okay. Is. Okay. <laughs> and I wanted to say as well, I remember going through the temple um, doing these by proxy ordinances and yeah. focusing so hard on the person's name and on their life. Not that I knew anything about it, but just like trying to connect with this person on the other side of the veil, so to speak. <laughs> Are they in spirit prison at that point? Yeah. Um, <laughs> because I wanted to feel something like they had said, yes, thank you. Or like anything. I never felt jack shit. And I tried so hard. <laughs> and of course, when I couldn't feel anything, then I was like, well, I'm a sinner. I need to straighten my life out better so I can be open to these feelings. So did other people claim to feel stuff? Yeah, of course. Do you think they really believed they felt stuff or do they just want to look good? I would say both, but I think that you can try so hard to feel something that you feel it. Yeah. And it's still just a fake feeling that your brain made and it has nothing to do with some spirit in prison, like banging his (laughs) cup against the prison bars, you know. Spirit in prison. (laughs) (laughs) Can't those spirits just slip right through the bars? Uh, Right? (laughs) I mean, they don't have a real body, right? Yeah, so what the f- How do you keep them in? That's a good question for Jesus. Jesus, how do you keep those prisoners in? 
they pick it up on the CCTV camera. <laughs> Sorry, we've been watching a lot of Wentworth, and those cameras don't pick up Jack. Yeah, shit. we're watching like this lesbian prison show. <laughs> it's not necessarily a lesbian show, but there is lesbians in there, and they're in prison. And anytime any kind of drama happens, somehow <laughs> like the prison cameras quit working. <laughs> and every time, yeah, every every time. every time. So that must be what's going on when these spirits are slipping out from the mm-hmm. bars. They're like, did, did you get it on CCTV? <laughs> no, I'm just erased. I'm just turn. This one didn't work. Every Every time. time. Anyway. (laughs) Shall we continue? Yes. So Adolf Hitler has now been baptized, Mm -hmm. confirmed a member, right? Yeah. And ordained into the priesthood. So he has, at this point, more power than me. Um, For sure. More connection to God. Um, Washed and anointed, right? Washed and anointed. Mm -hmm. That was next. He has been touched in weird places (laughs) and has been pronounced that he will be a king in Israel. Which, so to rule over uh, Israel. That's, yeah, it was, it was particularly horrific and creepy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Awful. Awful, Horrible. awful. Yeah. Uh, Mormons aren't known for being, like, sensitive in things they do. It's like, if they think they're right, yeah, then sure. it doesn't matter who's bothered by it. Mm-hmm. Like, no, this is what God wants. Yeah. yeah. Well, God's an asshole. So there yes, you go. Mormon God is an asshole. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so after you've been touched inappropriately, some random stranger has helped you put clothes on. The next step is you go into this locker room and you put on your temple clothes, which is basically just more white shit. And you already have your garments on. Yeah. Okay. So then the temple clothes go on top of these. Correct. Okay. And the temple clothes for the women, they are just like a gown, like a white gown, loosely fitted. Okay. Um, You're not supposed to be wearing any kind of bright uh, fingernail polish. (laughs) No like dangly, jangly earrings. Just... Just be as frumpy as possible. That's the dress code. <laughs> frumpy ass. And is there anything on your head? No, not yet. That's coming. Would you okay. not jump oh, ahead? Sorry. sorry. I'm just like, Are you trying to hear about the veil and the chef's cap already? Like, what is this? <laughs> the chef's cap. <laughs> what about the apron for the guys? Is that on yet? It's coming. Just be patient. <laughs> and it's bright green. What's Could up you with be that? patient? <laughs> So then you have this bag. And by the way, this is like a either rent or buy. No, it's like a white bag. Um, imagine a small pillowcase. Okay, what's that, that for? It folds over. That's for your keys. <laughs> <laughs> Found them. Mm. No, that is for shit. What do they call it? It's like the clothing you're going to put on on top of your stuff, your ordinance things. So wait a minute. There's more clothing to put on? Well, yeah. The you- more you can cover yourself <laughs> up, the more God loves you, right? But you were just naked under a thin it, poncho. It's not supposed to make sense, Mary. <laughs> so you have this pillowcase type satchel thing with more clothes in it to put on. Do you take the dress off and then put these other no, things on? No, no, on? no. Everything. Now you're just adding. Except for at one point you take your slippers off. Your slippers? We'll there. Oh, yeah. There's also um, knee-length white pantyhose. Okay. Which are horrific. Like knee highs. Knee highs, like your grandma wears. <laughs> support hose. <laughs> <laughs> I should have had support hose. Um, and then slippers. Like okay. And I, I got to hand it to him. The slippers are cozy. That, that's probably the best part about the temple. The only good part I really? is you could do like hang out in these slippers. But I'd rather be at home hanging out in slippers, if I'm being honest, and not wearing all this weird clothes. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, so in your little satchel, your small uh-huh. pillowcase, uh, you have a robe. Wow. Another robe. It's different, though. It's like a... Is it terry cloth? So a robe, it like goes over one shoulder. It's like a one-shoulder robe. Those famous one-shoulder robes <laughs> you can buy on Amazon, pretty sure. You know what would be sexy? Like hot, nude models in just the one-shoulder robe. <laughs> so do they even cover like a boob? It would cover one boob. One boob. Okay. Yeah. This is a weird thing. I don't really understand you know, there's probably happening. porn like that out there at this point. There's, every, there's all the porn. Is it a robe or is it more like a sash? 
Do you put an arm through There's one also a side? sash. There's a sash too? Yeah. Jeez. So there's... <laughs> so do you, this like half robe thing, you put an arm through it? Uh, it's okay. Suddenly I wish this wasn't a podcast, but was more like a YouTube video. You know, I wish I would have <laughs> held on to these clothes just so we could play dress up. Um, so the robe, it's like pleated material. Okay. And um, it t- there's like ties on each side. So you like imagine it's going, I'm, I'm showing with hand gestures. You guys can't see. It's kind of like a toga, how it would go over yeah, one side. Yes. Okay. Yes. Glad we cleared that up. Toga. <laughs> I was about to go through all sorts of pantomime over here. Okay. So you got your robe that we just talked about. Okay. The apron, which is the green thing that covers the endowment. But women don't wear that. Yeah, you do. Oh, women wear a green apron too? Y- yes. Okay. What's that for? I, can we get there, please? <laughs> Robe, apron, sash. On top of that. And the sash is just a long ass, like flowy Stevie Nicks belt. <laughs> like super long, flowy <laughs> okay. thing. White. Is, but it goes over a shoulder. No. Oh. It just goes around your waist? Waist. It's a waist sash. Okay. And then a veil. For the, for the women, for the and, women, and a baker's hat for the men. <laughs> this and, makes complete sense. <laughs> and the reason I have this memorized <laughs> is because you have to put all this shit on, then you have to take it off and put it on again, and you have to do it in the exact order, or you get busted by because God cares the matrons, and they're like, "Do it the other way," and then you're super embarrassed, mm-hmm. like super embarrassed because oh, you're in sure, front of all these people. Sure, they're stand shaming up and do you it. for sure. So. That's always fun. Oh, so fun. So when the endowment would begin, in my mind, I'm going robe, apron, sash, veil. Robe, apron, sash, veil. Over and over in my head. So you don't fuck it up. Terrified. Wow. Because I fucked it up once, and I was like, I'm never fucking that up again. And you were shamed. hmm Wow. Also because, and this is my own thing, and I don't know if anyone relates to this, since I was a young, newly married temple-worthy, in quotations, Mormon girl, hadn't been on a mission, had never gone through the temple before, felt so less than compared to everyone else in there. Mm. When you go in there and you fuck it up Mm -hmm. and no one else fucks it up, Mm. in your mind, you're like, I'm not worthy. All of these people, now they're all looking at me. All these boys who were my age and maybe a year older are looking at me and rolling their eyes like, oh my God, you stupid girl. Like, get it right. It was horrible. I hated that feeling. That yes. sucks. Mm-hmm. Suck bad. So, robe, apron, Ugh. sash, veil. I will never forget that. Jesus. Mm-hmm. I mean, is this all Masonic stuff? This has oh, yeah, to be yeah. all Masonic yeah. stuff. Yeah, there's, right? there's Masonic roots everywhere. I don't know, and I'm sure Bryce could help us out. Um, <laughs> I don't know exactly what goes with what, but so much of this is borrowed slash stolen mm-hmm. um, from, from that. Masonic stuff. I've actually heard, and someone correct me if I'm wrong, um, that Joseph Smith was in a shit ton of trouble with the Masons back in the day because he was stealing their shit. And that was a lot of the reason for his persecution. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Also, the fact that he was trying to steal uh, men's 14-year-old daughters and marry them. Well, there you go. That could be too. Okay, so those are all the things in your pillowcase. That's ridiculous. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, but wait. If you're going through for someone else as proxy, you have a little piece of paper with their name scribbled on it. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And you can't lose that name because you have to give it to the person at the end that's standing at the veil. You can't just tell them the name? You know, you you can, but then you have to give them the thing. And I was always so freaked out. And I was always like making sure it's there, checking my pockets. What happens if you lose the piece of paper? I don't know. I never lost it. I don't know. I'm sure that they're not going to like throw you out. But in my mind, I was so scared. Start over. They're not saved. Oh, there's a start over part. We're going to get to that. (laughs) Um, So I was always paranoid about making sure I had that. And you'd see a lot of people, like the old people would take the name and like use a straight pin to pin it to their... Oh, uh, that's smart. They did this a couple times. Are you really smart? (laughs) Is that smart when you actually realize what you're doing? 
Well, they had to do that so they didn't lose the name because they'd be in trouble. So they figured out, oh, I'll just pin the name to Garment or something. I just said the word Garment. When was the last time I said the word Garment? <laughs> <laughs> Only because of the stupid Mormon shit. <laughs> I've ruined, I have ruined Mary's vocabulary for life. <laughs> Okay, so you're in the locker room. You have your white temple clothes on. The men are wearing white pants. You have separate locker rooms, of course. I don't know why I'm saying this, but I will. So Brent's, (laughs) the slippers that Brent had were always a little loose for some reason. So when he would walk through the temple Uh on the carpet floors, it was like, (laughs) made me fucking nuts. I'm like, oh my God, this is so irreverent. It sounded like he was dragging his feet through the temple. Plus, he's kind of stompy anyway because he's a really tall guy with like big feet and stuff. So it was all it, to me. It was just seems so big feet with loose slippers. I guess they come in really large sizes. <laughs> they do, and then he dra- dragged them all through the temple. That's funny. <laughs> Sorry, Brent. It was just a little fun memory of our time together. Love your shuffling slippers in the temple. <laughs> way to Anywho, go. Anywho, yeah. Way to be disruptive. I know. Way to be. Quit shuffling. <laughs> so after you change, so now you're wearing the stuff, you have to find your way out of the locker room. And for some reason, it, I, I was always so stressed out in the temples. There's well, like, you felt like you had to do everything right. Yeah. And there was ladies pointing kind of the direction you should go, but. It's not obvious? No. <laughs> no. Is it a hall of mirrors or something in there? Yeah. And if you're going through <laughs> for yourself, you go one way. But if you're going through for someone else, you got to put the clothes on and then you have your pillowcase and then you go get your new name. <laughs> You go into a little um Wait, room. you get the new name for the person that you're proxy for? Yeah, you no 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 no. You gotta get your new name. So okay. you go in. Okay, okay, let me back this up. Ooh. Who's confused? Raise your hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you have your clothes on, you've got your pillowcase. Then you have to go into a little room with a lady and she tells you what your new name is. And you have to promise to never tell anyone. Is this the same day that the washing and anointing and all that other stuff has happened? We're taking Hitler through the entire thing. So this endowment thing is where you get your new name? Yes. Okay. Yes. And it's potentially a different day? If you're doing things by proxy, yes. If it's your own, then you're going to probably do the whole thing all in one shot. Washed and anointed. Ordained. Ordained. New name, endowment, the whole shebang. The whole shebang. (laughs) If you go into the temple to do work for the dead, who, by the way, the dead don't give two shits about what you're doing here, (laughs) you can choose to just do baptisms or you can choose to just do uh, washing and anointings, which why would anyone choose that? I don't know. (laughs) Um, You can choose to just do the endowment. You can pick just a part. You can go through and do the whole things. It doesn't matter. All right. You're just wasting your time no matter what you pick. So you get all the crazy clothes on. And so if you have everything on, why do you still have this pillowcase full of more clothes? Because the more clothes, the clothes that are in your pillowcase are stuff you're going to put on during the session. Right now, you're in a locker room. Mm -hmm. You're in a locker room and you... But you're wearing a lot of stuff. Well, you're wearing your garments and you're wearing a slip. You must wear a slip. Um, And you're wearing your temple gown and you're wearing your knee-high grandma socks and your slippers. Okay. What about the robe? Robe, apron, sash, veil. They're still in the pillowcase. They're in the pillowcase. Okay. All right. <laughs> Tuck that shit under your arm, and then you go into the little bitty room where, like, a 10,000 year old woman will have a piece of paper uh-huh. and she'll show it to you, and it has someone else's name on it. I'm trying to remember the exact That's words. That's not your new name? No. If you're going through for someone else. Oh my God. So this is still proxy <laughs> shit. Oh my God. Okay, we'll go back to Hitler. So Hitler's confused. not getting someone else's name, he's just doing his own new name. Well, Hitler's not really there. It's that Brother Walker dude. Oh, that's right. Brother Walker, <laughs> thank you for serving in the temple today. Oh, God. Is that what they say? <laughs> yes. Oh, Jesus. This is so confusing. Brother Walker first goes to this counter, 
and they have like like this order up ding 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 yes ding, ding. yeah well you know there's no ding ding but they're just like passing out names so you grab a name his was Hitler okay and then you take that name into this little room with a thousand year old person and it, they would say brother Walker blah 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 for in behalf of and then he'll say Hitler who is dead who's dead thank you to receive a new name I'd have to look up the exact words and this is just kind of boring and so they tell you what the new name is for Hitler. Hitler, Hitler. Okay. Um, and they say you can never disclose this in, in, unless it's a certain place in the temple. Okay. So once you have that, now you're going to walk up some stairs, dragging your slippers. Brent, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> shuffle, and shuffle, try shuffle, to find the room you're going. Yeah, shuffle. <laughs> try to find the room you're going into and trying to remember all the stuff. All the stuff. In the right order. Mm-hmm. And your new name. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. And sometimes you have to sit outside of the actual endowment room. Right now you're still in a hallway. It's just quiet and there's all these old people and it always smells like mothballs and <laughs> uh, like breath mints. Like the old people have breath mints a lot because their mouths get dry. And not just old people. I get dry mouth. I could use a breath mint right now. There's this specific- Did they breathe on you heavy? Like they're in your face? Well, yeah. <laughs> sure. Yes. Yes. So then sometimes you have to sit in the hall and wait for that session to get out. And then it is your turn. They open the doors. But guess what? Mm. men and women are not allowed to go through the same doors. The women go in one side, Uh the men go in the other side. Like, they will turn your ass um, around if you try to go in through the wrong door. Where do the non-binary people go? There's no (laughs) non-binary Mormons. Oh, right, in the Mormon church, No, there's nothing fun or special. Okay. Um, I remember one time when I was first married, and I didn't really quite understand it, I just tried to walk in with Brent through the door, because why would you think? You know, it's Uh like, I'm just going into this room. Got full-on stopped, and was like, the women's entrance is on the other side. Embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. God, there's so many ways to be shamed in the Mormon church, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you find your correct entrance because, mm-hmm. you know, boys and girls can't mix. Mm-mm. And you go in and it's like a movie theater. Like so, literally, right? Yeah. Isn't I mean, there a movie playing? Well, you can't see the screen yet. It's just like a big curtain. But there curtain. is a movie. Well, depending on which temple you're at. I will get there. Popcorn? No popcorn. <laughs> None. No. You're not supposed to eat in there. You, I think you can have mints if you're going to be coughing. <laughs> right. Mints. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For the old people. Old people mints. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you walk in. There's just rows of seats and a big curtain in front of you. And you just kind of file in and you pick a seat. And there's a separation between the men's side and the women's side. I think there's only one temple where those seats actually connect, where you could sit next to a boy if you chose. But it always felt weird. I think it's the Washington, D.C. temple, if I remember correctly. Why are there so many seats? Are they expecting a big crowd? Well, in Utah, they get a big crowd. It just depends. Are there spectators? No, nope. You were all (laughs) doing work for the dead. Okay, we're still doing work for the dead. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of going back and forth telling you my personal experience. Yeah, it is a little confusing. It's wacky. Yeah. Yeah. So you've now sat down. And another thing I wanted to point out is that for me, being very uncomfortable in any kind of girly type shit. You're wearing a gown. I'm wearing a full-on MF and gown, right? Mm -hmm. There's just, (laughs) Mm -hmm. for me, there was just no confidence in that gown. No. Well, it doesn't feel like you. No. No, no, no. It's like playing dress up. Yeah, but in a very, very weak way. Mm -hmm. You know, like I feel very inferior to everybody there. Gotcha. Um, because in my mind, all the other women there know what they're doing. 
and all the men, and they're obviously, and they know what they're doing because they went on missions and they've been to the temple a bunch of times before, and I'm almost faking it. You know, I'm just trying to be a good Mormon, and Mm -hmm. I just feel so inferior. Well, how would you not? Because no one can prepare you for this ahead of time because you're not allowed to talk about it. Right. So there's no way to feel prepared for this situation. No. Oh, that reminds me. So the first time that I went through the temple to get my own endowment, Uh like when you go through the first time, they kind of have like these matrons that sort of help you through things. Matrons with mints? Minty matrons. (laughs) And I was horrified because I had forgotten to put my bra back on. And I had just been touched. Like I had no idea what was going to be happening. I didn't know (laughs) if I was supposed to or not supposed to. And I got so panicking, like, oh my God, I need to tell this matron that I didn't put my bra back on. Like freaking out, having anxiety about I'm doing it wrong. I'm doing it wrong. I'm going to screw this whole thing up and people are going to know. And I remember asking her, like, it took all the courage in the world to be like, um, I forgot to put my bra on when I got dressed into my gown. I said, is that okay? And she said, oh, yeah, that's fine. But to think that I was freaking out Uh at this point now after I had been touched everywhere. Because you didn't know what you were supposed to be doing. Yeah. The whole thing was probably like, I'm not sure if I'm doing this right. What order do I do things? And don't you put the bra on the outside of your garments? Yes. And did anyone prepare you for any of that? No. Right, exactly. So how would you know what to do? How would you know the right order to do things? Of course not. I didn't. But then I was panicking that if I did it wrong— Am I fucking it all up? Like, is this not acceptable to God? Am I going to be ashamed and embarrassed? Didn't you you have a start over story? Yes, we do have a start over story. (laughs) I'll get there. Anyway, I'm almost to the start over story, by the way. Okay. It's not really a story. Okay, so you come in and you sit down and you wait (laughs) for everyone to come in and sit down. And then the lights dim. And you're like, oh. And a voice comes on. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the difference between live temple ceremonies and recorded Oh, there are live? There are live ones where people memorize this shit and they stand there and they say this shit. It's like you're watching a play, but nobody moves. (laughs) They just stand there and say things. And the the (laughs) dudes are in all white. Well, of course. Yeah, obvi. And even when you're watching the movie, they still have this old man in white that comes out and stands there. He's like presiding over everything. But it's recorded. Yes, but he stands there. And as the recording plays in this first part, he's looking at people as if he's the one doing the talking. Even though it's recorded. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's so weird. I'm surprised they don't have like an animatronic little like, 3D thing. Dude, if they would get <laughs> puppets, <laughs> if they would get puppets, I would be so back in. I would like pay, I would pay my back tithing and rejoin just to go see the temple puppet show. Mormon the frog here. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that too. Oh my God. And you know what the funny thing is, is it wouldn't be shocking if suddenly there were, layers, there were puppets and God couple would be like, <laughs> the puppets shall preside over this meeting or whatever. <laughs> you know, you'd just be watching to see if you can see the little sticks under the hands. <laughs> okay, those are marionettes. No, I don't know. Some of their hands are controlled by rods uh-huh. that are later taken away in the final. Oh, I know too much about oh, puppet production, this actually. This is true. This is true. <laughs> Lordy. Mm-hmm. Okay, shall we continue? Moving on? Okay, that was a little side, side yeah. laugh. That was good, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so dude comes out there staying in all white. And then the voice comes on. And it is creepy because the guy's looking and like making eye contact with people like he's the one doing <laughs> In the, the movie. <laughs> well, no, no. Right now there's no movie going on yet. Oh, okay. It's a dude, like an actual guy standing in white. Okay. Like a real life person. <laughs> okay. And he's locking eyes with people in the in the crowd while the voice is playing. And oh, so he's not speaking. He's not speaking. But he's acting kind of like he is? Yes. <laughs> 
And no one's taking drugs. No, unfortunately, <laughs> no. <sighs> What's in those mints? I That's know. what I want to know. <laughs> I need some mints. I need some Salt Lake City mints. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, he's just like nodding. Like his mouth isn't moving. <laughs> What's his point? Well, I'm about to tell you the point because here's the words. <clears throat> okay. Brethren and sisters. Wait, wait, wait. He, he is not speaking. He's not saying these words at all. He's not even moving <laughs> he's his mouth. He's just standing there. He's standing he's, there. Maybe he's a proxy <laughs> for the guy on the screen. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Nothing's playing behind him yet. It's a voice. It's a voice. It's a voice. And he's standing there like looking like he thinks he's the one talking. <laughs> but no, but his, his mouth isn't moving. He's not the one. Oh, yeah. His mouth's not moving. We know it's the recorded voice. <laughs> I this don't is know. some of the weirdest shit I've ever heard, dudes. <laughs> oh, my God. Just when you think Mormon crap can't get weirder. <laughs> People, this is your first episode. Like, I don't know what to say, but yeah. <laughs> okay, so he's standing there. He's standing there in all white. Well, I don't even understand why that guy's there. I don't know. I didn't question it. Is this standard for all Mormon temple stuff? Yeah. All temples everywhere have the dude that's just standing there while yes. some recording is talking? Unless it's a live session, then the dude will actually <laughs> say the words instead of having so a recording. They couldn't get someone to memorize it, so they had to play the recording? Is that what happened? No, they do the recording in the ones that they're going to show the movie. Oh, my God. Okay, continue. <laughs> Sorry, I'm asking a lot of questions. <laughs> this is getting long. It's funny, though. We have more funny. Well, I'm sure at the time, you didn't think it was funny. You thought it was very solemn, very sacred. Very godly, very holy. Yes, you just know that it's how God wants it. They could have brought out like strippers at that point. And I'd be like, hey, that's what God wants. I would have liked it more. But All in white, of course. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, here's what happens. We're standing there making eye contact with people. <laughs> the weird dude that's not saying anything. Mm-hmm. And the, okay. the voice from I don't know where just starts It's the voice of God. The voice of God, although <laughs> it says first lecturer. Anyway, the voice says, <laughs> brethren and sisters— We welcome you to the temple and hope you will find joy in serving in the house of the Lord this day. By the way, I'm thinking right now, probably 700 of our listeners just had an anxiety attack (laughs) hearing that entry. I just did it like, oh shit, that's the beginning of the temple. (sighs) Be warned, everybody. Mm -hmm. We're going to get into it. We're, We're going through all of it. Okay. Then he says, those of you who are here to receive your own endowment should have been washed, anointed, and clothed in the garment of the holy priesthood. The ordinances of washing, anointing, and clothing in the garment of the holy priesthood, together with the ordaining on behalf of deceased brethren, were performed previously for those deceased persons whom you are representing. Okay, so this is clearly a ceremony for the proxy and the, the baptisms for the dead, the stuff you're reading right now. No. Those who are here to receive your own endowment— should have okay. been washed, anointed, and clothed in the garment. So you should oh, have already gone through the crazy shit. It's a shit. catch-all for both ceremonies. Well, but the very end says, you got to listen to the whole thing. Uh, the ordinances of washing, anointing, and clothing in the garment, blah, 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 together with the ordaining on behalf of deceased brethren yeah, exactly. were performed previously for those deceased persons whom you're representing. So when you get the little card before you go in to do the endowment, that person has already had the washing and the anointing. Well, they haven't because so they're dead. So you might be but. in a room with people getting their endowments yes. with people who are proxies for dead people and people who are not. Yes, but the people who were there getting their own, <laughs> they always have like a funky weird name tag on them. So, you know, like newbie. And how can it all be for the priesthood when the women can't receive the priesthood? It's the garment of the holy priesthood. It doesn't Regardless, mean that you have the priesthood. I see. It doesn't kind of blanket you with no. priesthoodness. It doesn't do shit for chicks. <laughs> And doesn't do shit for chicks. Nope. T-shirt. <laughs> Continue. Now, this is the part. 
Each of you should have received a new name in connection with this company. If any of you have forgotten the new name or have not received these ordinances as explained, please stand. The pause and hush of silence as you wait to see if someone's going to stand up and be like, I forgot the name. It's just silence and eyeballs looking around. Didn't you just get the name like a half hour ago or something? Yeah. Believe me, you've gone through so much. You're trying to remember. Yeah. And they don't it, write it down It for could be you. a funky-ass weird name. Or just in that exact moment, you're like, fuck. You well, know, you, you know, you might completely fuck. forget it, but you're going to make something up if asked. You're no, not going to no, no, fess no, no. up to not knowing it. Yeah, you are. Brent did one time. He stood up? I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> he stood up and admitted yes, he forgot I've seen his it name? Happen numer- and I mean, not often, but I have seen it happen. And it's like, oh. What happens? They get up and they walk out. And to then the a few minutes, they come office? back. Yeah, they go they to the get principal's spanked office. by God. <laughs> um, I don't know where they go. They probably go back to that one little room where they tell you the name. Oh, my God. But hello, shame. <laughs> Shame. You Jeez. forgot the name in the temple of How the Lord. Could you? I know, right? Wow. Yeah. So there's this long, uncomfortable pause. And while the pause is going on, homeboy at the front, who isn't actually talking, is like looking around. <laughs> he just looks around he's the whole time. Scanning the crowd. You sure like, he's actually alive? I don't know. It could be a total weekend at Bernie's. No <laughs> That's clue. what I was going to say. They propped him. <laughs> <laughs> so he's scanning the crowd. Nothing happens. No one stands up. The voice comes on again and says, please be alert, attentive, and refrain from whispering during the presentation of the endowment. (laughs) Presentation (laughs) of the endowment. (laughs) I'm going to present my endowment Uh to you. Okay. As you are asked to proceed to the veil. It's not a dick in a box. (laughs) Oh, sorry. The veil. You said something about the veil. Yes. And by the way, at this point, you don't even know where the veil is. And you're like, shit, I got to go to the veil. What the fuck is the veil? We're getting there. But okay. you're like panicking like, oh, I got to go to the veil. I don't know what that is. Because no one talks about it. Okay. okay. Please do so in an orderly manner, row by row, as directed. After passing through the veil into the celestial room and in other areas in the temple, if you need to communicate, please whisper. Thus helping us maintain the quiet reverence that should prevail in the house of the Lord. Mm-hmm. We will now proceed with the presentation of the endowment. What the fuck is the endowment? We're, we're about to proceed with the presentation <laughs> of it. Okay. So now a second lecturer voice comes on. And is there some dude just miming? I'm on trying this one? to remember if the movie is about to start here. No, no, no. It's not the movie yet. Nope. It's still dude. Okay. Still dude. But it's a different voice now. Same dude, different voice. So there's still a guy standing up in front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking around. Yes, unless something's wrong, but I'm I'm almost totally okay. positive. Brethren, you have been washed and pronounced clean, or that through your faithfulness you may become clean from the blood and sins of this generation. You have been anointed to become hereafter kings and priests under the most high God to rule and reign in the house of Israel forever. Sisters. You have been washed and anointed to become queens and priestesses to your husbands. What does that mean, to your husbands? It's like he's the boss of you. You don't get to just be a queen. Uh huh. You're a queen to your husband. So if you don't have a husband, you're screwed. Oh, for sure you're screwed. Well, you automatically get one. That's true. You, you, <laughs> and you, you get a husband. Sign. You, and you get, get a husband. husband. <laughs> Jesus. I can't wait to go to the celestial kingdom and be straight. I'll be a het. Be a head to row. Eh, I tried head. <laughs> it didn't work out. It didn't work out. It didn't. 
All right, brethren and sisters, if you are true and faithful, the day will come when you will be chosen, called up, and anointed kings and queens, priests and preetnesses, whereas you are now anointed only to become such. The realization of these blessings depends upon your faithfulness. So it's mm-hmm. like, you get to get all this shit, but only if you're faithful. Only if you're faithful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who gets to decide if you're faithful or not? Everyone else? I guess the judges. Who are the judges? Well, I was thinking the judges in Israel, which is your bishop. But I don't know. I guess it's Jesus. So bishops here on this earth are considered judges in Israel now? Yes. That's actually their name. Oh, my God. <laughs> the same you dude know, that told me that my kids were going to drink and drive and be alcoholics because I had a couple beers. Oh, uh, right. You had a beer or two yeah. a week. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel exhausted by Mormonism. It's exhausting. And you know what? We took a little break in the middle of this um, recording because I had to run a kid to basketball practice. Mm-hmm. As I was driving, I just was tired. And so I, I recorded a channel to our channels members. And I was like, hey, everybody, we are in the middle of recording this next temple session. And it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we laugh and we joke and stuff. But parsing through all this again and yeah. remembering it. It's taking a toll. It really does. I'm exhausted. And I never <laughs> even went through the thing. Yeah, you're exhausted. You don't even have the PTSD. You're just like, what the fuck? I'm still like thinking about what the hell's in my pillowcase. I don't <laughs> even know. Robe, apron, <laughs> sash, bail. Robe, apron, sash, bail. Jesus. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I forgot my new name. Oh, don't get called out. Don't have to go out in the hall. <laughs> get told again what that new name was. Embarrassing. Hopefully she's sucking on a mint when she tells me the second time. That's mm-hmm. all I'm hoping for. Oh, my God. I remember the time that Brent forgot his new name. So we were there with my family, my parents. Some, I don't know if we were in Utah or out here. I don't remember. Anyway, so Brent raises his hand. It's like, oh, he gets up and leaves, comes back a couple minutes later, sits back down, and my dad leans over and whispers something to him. And then after the whole session, my dad told me how he— when Brent came back, my dad was like, well, don't you know, here, here's a hint and like told him some scripture or something like that. Like how condescending of my dad to be like, I know the name and let me give you a hint to what it was. I just, how did he know his name? Well, it wasn't Brent's first time going through. Oh, oh it's the same name for everybody. Sorry. Well, but I thought it was supposed to be a secret and you weren't supposed to tell other people. So how did your dad know Brent's new name? <laughs> okay. That when you go through... And I know it's confusing. No, I know. I'm not like, why don't you get this? Because it's fucking confusing. Why don't you get this? Um, There's going to be a quiz later. (laughs) So on the day, whether you go through for your own endowment or as proxy, Mm -hmm. the new name that's given to people that day is the exact same new name for everybody. I get it. But you never knew Brent's new name. I know. But your dad knew. Yes. If my dad would have been there the day that Brent took out his own endowment, which he wasn't. This was, we were all there for, uh, for, uh, as proxy. Okay, whatever. So uh, as (laughs) proxy, the new name for all of the men that day. I see. So they were allowed to know that. Well, they, you, no one tells you, but you know what the new, you know that they know the same name because it's the same fucking name. All this secrecy and everyone in there fucking knows. (laughs) Everybody listening. (laughs) What the fuck is happening right now? Can someone tell me why we're talking about nonsense? You know what I used to do? And uh, (laughs) listeners, tell me if you did the same thing. Did you ever, when you were like up waiting by the veil, listen towards the men's side to see what the new name was that was going on over on the men's side? Guess who never did that? (laughs) Me. Because it's a bunch of bullshit and and no one cares. Where are the mints? I just want the mints. Oh, my God. I know. God. It's so stupid. <sighs> Would you like to hear about the uh, holy garment? Because cause then— I um, they're already on. 
Well, they are, but them. dude's voice and dude staring at you need to tell you about it. <laughs> Guy staring at you, voice coming out of the loudspeaker. Yeah, the overhead side. speaker. Yeah, whatever okay. it is. Okay. Voice says, you have had a garment placed upon you, which you were informed represents the garment given to Adam when he was found naked in the Garden of Eden, and which is called the garment of the holy priesthood. This you were instructed to wear throughout your life. You were informed that it will be a shield and protection to you if you are true and faithful to your covenants. Mm-hmm. That's the 1990s version. The version after that also adds in, you were informed that it will be a shield and protection to you in as much as you do not defile it. Oh. oh I defile do, it. do not defile the garment. Is that what like you- if you shart? <laughs> <laughs> is that what happens? I mean, seriously. I don't know. I don't know if defile means shark. <laughs> I don't know. I think it means sex. Oh. But like Levi Levin in your garments? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> I, I guess that would be defiling it. I don't know. Well, you weren't technically wearing Levi's. <laughs> huh. It's interesting. All, yeah. That okay. is up to interpretation. Tis. What Tis. defile might mean. <laughs> Listeners, send in what you think defile <laughs> yeah. is. Okay. <laughs> Should be good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's talk about the new name. You have had a new name given unto you, which you were told never to divulge nor forget. Yeah. That's why I'm like, how did your dad know that shit? <laughs> <laughs> because everyone received the same okay. name. Whatever. Okay. I, I see your lips moving, oh, okay. but I don't really know what's coming out of your mouth right now. <laughs> well, my lips should be not moving and I should be making eye contact with people. <laughs> Animatronic Shelly. <laughs> Puppet show! Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, this new name is a key word which you will be required to give at a certain place in the temple today. Do you just all say it in unison? No, it's one at a time, but <laughs> okay. that would be great. It would. But I used to make sure I was standing really close to the person going in front of me to make sure that I had the new name right. Oh, so you would listen in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cheater. I was so freaked out about every little thing. So people are like, oh, the temple's so nice to go and relax. I was fucking stressed out the entire time until it was done. Oh my gosh. Yes. And then when we would be done and I'd be in the celestial room, it'd be like, I'm exhausted. I and bet. I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> took a lot out of you. I know. I know. Okay. So then... After that, it says the endowment is to prepare you for exaltation in the celestial kingdom, pre-1990s. Post-1990s, it says your endowment is to receive all those ordinances in the house of the Lord, which are necessary for you to enable you to walk back to the presence of the Father, passing the angels who stand as sentinels, being enabled to give them the key words, the signs, and the tokens pertaining to the holy priesthood and gain your eternal Exaltation. Jeez, it got all chatty after the 1990s. What the <laughs> hell? Like, let's put a bunch of more shit in there. Uh huh. Yeah. And wow. so for the longest time, I'm like, what the fuck's a sentinel? Because you're passing by the angels who stand as sentinels and discussion, rumor mill, you know, going around in Mormonism, because I'm not exactly sure if they teach total doctrine on that, but people are like, oh, the angels are the ones who like aren't married. You know what I mean? Like, they're not getting to the celestial kingdom yet because they haven't done all this shit. They haven't been through the temple or whatever. I don't know. But they, but you're better than them. The point was, you are better than them because you get to pass by them on your way to your eternal glory and, like, give them the signs and tokens and shit. Wait a minute. I'm confused. So am I. Angels as sentinels, and these are real people? These are I, humans? I don't or know. Or spirit people? I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Spirit people. Let's go with spirit people. And you're better than them? Wait, how the fuck are you going to give them, like— 
Signs and tokens? Tokens, because you use your hands. If they're spirit people, how are you touching? Wait, maybe they are um, translated beings because they have a body. Is it Bigfoot? (laughs) (laughs) This whole ceremony is so exhausting. Yeah. So let's do this one last paragraph. Sure, let's do it. For today's episode. Okay. If you proceed and receive your full endowment, you will be required to take upon yourselves sacred obligations, the violation of which will bring upon you the judgments of God, for God will not be mocked. (laughs) If any of you desire to withdraw rather than accept these obligations of your own free will and choice, you may now make it known by raising your hand. That's where you got it. The death pause. Raise your hand. (laughs) Maybe so. You went out of this fucking thing. So here's the thing. This paragraph says you're going to be taking upon sacred obligations. And if you violate them, you'll bring upon yourself the judgment of God. If you want to do this, you can go ahead and get out. But you don't even know what the obligations are. You don't even know what you are going to be promising to do. You have no idea. Hmm. So you can either say, I don't know what it is. I'm going to leave. Well, nobody no one's going to do that. Nobody does. Because you're like, typically. What's when you, behind door number three? It could be <laughs> I'm gonna something awesome. Door number, <laughs> I'm going to take the strippers that we talked about uh-huh. earlier in the white clothing. I just want the mints, people. <laughs> I want all, I want buckets of mints behind door number three. So typically when you go through the temple for the first time, you're there with your family. Mm-hmm. Do you really think you're going to like get up and walk out and be like, nah, does mom anyone and dad, do that? I've never heard of it. I'm sure someone in some historical something has. If any of you listeners know of someone who did actually oh God, get I up and have say, that person on the show. Oh, if totally. they walked out, yeah. it's kind of like speak now or forever hold your peace. It's kind of like one of those moments where but no that, one ever says people anything. say stuff all the time. If you watch soap operas, <laughs> <laughs> but I love her. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. No, in the temple, but I'm starting to think it's all fake. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you say at that oh moment. God, I know, I know. Uh-huh. So. When you go to the temple for the first time, it's this moment of coming of age. Like, girl, you'll, you'll be, be a woman soon. Yeah. I like that song. Um, but that's not really what I mean. I mean, like, you're, you're advancing <laughs> into this more holy togetherness uh, with your family. Like, your parents are so damn proud. Okay. And any of your other siblings who have been through the temple, it's like, you are now making these covenants and you're a family. And this is so important. Like, everyone mm-hmm. is so righteous. And this is such a wonderful thing. And so there's oh no way with all your family there, you're going to be like, nah, I'm out. <laughs> right. Because they've done it. They did it and they right. still are doing it. So it can't be that bad. And they're just spectators in this thing, right? They're like, well, no, they're there as proxy. Back up. What if you're going through it, not for someone else, for you? Uh-huh. You're going through for you. You get your new name. They're there to kind of witness what you're doing. Right? Or no? No, they are there for a dead person. So they just happened to, let's book our dead person baptism on the same day that Shelly's going through. You can just show up at the temple and do a session. Yeah, you don't have to make reservations. Okay, so that's why they were there the day you were going through the temple? Yeah, they would go there with you all excited and like, look, my 13-year-old girl (laughs) And while we're here, I'll go get dunked for Anne Frank, which actually is a thing, you guys. It's it's a thing, yeah. This shit's bullshit, all right? That's pretty offensive to Anne. It's I'm guessing, but I'm pretty sure my guess is correct. That would be so offensive. Offensive to so many people, mm-hmm. all Jewish people, I'm going to make that assumption. Yeah. Well, it's I'm rude personally for offended. Any, it's, by yes, it. absolutely. I would say it's rude to do this for anyone because you were basically saying whatever religion decide, you were was yeah, wrong. Yeah, 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 I yep. am right. Yep. You dead person yep. were wrong. From like the random atheist to the most 
Orthodox Jew, you know, yeah. like that's just it would be offensive. offensive if they did that for Mother Teresa, which they yeah, may have I'm done. sure they have. Of course, probably. They have. Um, yes. Oh so to God. answer your question, if this is your first time going through, you're taking out your own endowment. All of your family and friends who have been through the temple before can also go on that day and just sit in the crowd and do for a dead person. So, okay. but the thing is, again, everyone is getting the same name. So anyone who went through the temple with you, even for a dead person, they know your new name. Not so, so secret, is it? So goofy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Where are we with this? Yeah, let's end it on that. That's when it's like the threat of, hey, listen, you can leave now if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't leave now and you tell anyone what's about to go down after it goes down, the judgment of God is going to come crashing down yeah. on your head. But again, you have no idea what you are agreeing to. That is so fucked up. Right. So fucked up. Now, when you went through, they mm-hmm. had stopped doing the, like, throat slashing sign. Yes. Right? Yes. But when would that come into play? Have we gotten there it's yet? It's soon. We need to okay. watch some of the movie first. Oh, okay. There's a whole movie. <laughs> well, I'm going to pop some popcorn next uh-huh, time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And we're going to get uh, get comfortable. Yeah, right. Should be really good. And I will read through the movie script quickly. Um, okay. <laughs> because it's boring as fuck, and we will laugh. I promise it's not just going to be me reading a script and Mary sleeping. It's going to be good. Well, that never happens. No. So. No. All right. Well, looking forward to that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's take a little break. And uh, when we get back, get into some patrons and channels. Yeah. I need to to, uh, decompress for a minute after all this temple talk. Yeah. It's uh, it's something. Something Mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. Okay. Be right back. Okay, we're back. Hello. Hello. Rest a little bit. Feeling better? Yes, I will sleep well tonight, though, I'll tell you that. Because you're exhausted. It is exhausting to relive all this shit. It's exhausting to hear about this shit. (laughs) Basically, you're both exhausted. Listeners, if you're exhausted, sorry. It's confusing uh, for someone who's never gone through this thing. Mm -hmm. I don't really know what's going on. I'm sorry, baby. I am so thankful. Even through all the evangelical fucked up crazy bullshit I had to endure, mm-hmm. so thankful I wasn't raised Mormon. Yeah. Seriously, this stuff yeah. is insane in yeah. the membrane. It really is nuts. Okay. Imagine, too, the people who go to the temple, there are people who are like, I will go do this as many times every week as possible. Like they feel like they're actually doing something for mm-hmm. a dead person and they're going through all this shitty ritual over all and over and over and over, and over. It's like their life's focus. Oh, my God. Yeah. We need to give that person a hobby. Mm-hmm. Shall we move on to um, patrons? Yes. We have three new patrons this week. Right. Thank you, Great. new patrons. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. And didn't we release an after show kind of recently? Uh, yeah. It's been a couple of weeks. We're working it out, people. <laughs> Thank you for we your patience. We have to record another after show. Yes. Is what we need to do. Yes. We need yeah. to put that on the agenda. Yes. Soon. Okay. It's on okay. the agenda. All right. Who are our new patrons? So here's what I've decided, Mary. I'm going to read their first name and their last initial like Mm -hmm. we usually do. And then you will take their last initial and use that as the first letter of a word or something that you learned about the temple today. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Do I look like I'm kidding? Oh, my God. Ready? Um, uh, No. Okay. We're going. Patron number one, Grace F. F? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Nope, that starts with S-H. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with fake. 
Because this whole thing is fucking bullshit. Okay. That is something you learned today. Mary, good job. And starting to think that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I would hope that you're more than just starting at this point. Next, Andy D. D. Mm hmm. Uh, Endowments. Nope. Doesn't count. (laughs) Try again. Who is dead? Dead. (laughs) Dead. I I love it. it. Yeah, that's perfect. That's perfect. All righty. Okay, and the next patron is Sean K. K? There's a lot of K words in the entire world, so good luck with that one. Oh, my God. Oh, isn't there some sort of, like, king over Israel type of thing? Oh, yeah. Kings and queens. (laughs) Kings and queens. king. Okay, I think I got through that. That was the patrons. Well, we have uh, channels members as well, so... I can't believe there's a quiz after this thing. There's always a quiz. In your brain, because you're super competitive. Yes. Yes, I am. Mm-hmm. And also, I want to thank the patrons. Thank you, new patrons, old patrons, past patrons. Thank you all. If yes. you would like to become a patron or find out more about it, please visit patreon.com slash latterdaylesbian. Mm-hmm. All right. What's next? Channels members. Oh, before I announce channels members, I wanted to tell the world uh, that there's a really cool new feature on the channels app where when you join our channel, if you're a little uncomfortable throwing your face out there in front of everybody, you can actually send us, Mary and I, a private text message. Right. And then we can reply to you um, in video. You can reply back to us in video if you'd like, um, but it's all private. So I know that we have a lot of lurkers on channels, which I love the lurkers. I really do. You know, lurkers maybe not the greatest. Well, what word. do you what do you call them? Observers, Observers maybe. It's okay. a little less strange sounding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, whatever. If you want to join channels as an observer uh-huh. or as an interactive member, we have fun options yeah. for all personality types. I mean, channels is a video messaging service. You could use it like YouTube, for instance. You could mm-hmm. watch the videos like you're watching YouTube. That's true. That's entirely up to you. Okay. Or you could leave us a private message. Yes. What do you do to do that, Shelly? Um, you push the little um, question mark the question mark thing down at the bottom. In the middle. In the middle, yeah. Yep, that's what you do. Yep. And you send us a comment or a question, mm-hmm. and then we can video... Our response back to you. Yes. And it's all private. Yes, yep. just to you. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, what are the names this week? Okay. Number one, Deb D. D? Another D. You can't use dead, dead? anymore. Well, no. I have to. What else was there? Endowments. <laughs> <laughs> I said no to that already. Well, I'm putting it back in there. She's not the boss of me, everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's another D word. Do you know a, a D word? Well, it doesn't have to be an exact word. It's like, how does it make you feel? Dreadful. Dreadful. Okay. Deb, okay. dreadful. Thank you Sorry. for joining channels. <laughs> Next, Chris Todd M. M. Mint. <laughs> oh, Christophe Mint. That's a great one. That's a great one because we want all the mints. Uh huh. Sure. Last, Joanne. Why? Why? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, yanking my chain because this whole thing has to be made up. It's so stupid. Seriously. <laughs> okay. Well, Joanne, yanking my chain. Thank you for joining this us. This has on to channels. be fake. This seriously, this has to be completely. Yeah, we haven't fabricated. even started the movie portion. We haven't even started. Oh my the god, movie. you guys! Oh geez, Louise. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, on Marco Polo channels. If you would like to join us there, please visit our website at latterdaylesbian.org/slash/polo. 
So we haven't been able to get to letters recently because of this temple stuff, but we will get back to reading letters. Please feel free to send us one if you like. You can go to latterdaylesbian.org slash contact Mm -hmm. to get in touch. Is that everything? That's it. That's it? Yes. It's time to go drink and recover from this crazy ass (laughs) episode. All right. Thank you, Dan from Extension Audio. Thanks for leaving it in, Dan. We really appreciate you. Everybody else, please steer clear of these stupid cults. For real. Stop it. They're no joke. They are no joke at all. All right. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. 